Hey guys, this is Chaitan. This is Aminder. And this is Abby. And this is Who Got Next. So it's finally over. The wait is over for the NBA Finals. We just had game one play out with the Milwaukee Bucks playing in Phoenix against the Phoenix Suns. Uh, a game that Aminder, I, and Abby decided to call. Mm-hmm. Abby and I decided the Suns were going to win, and Aminder was the sole loser and of the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, it turned out the way it turned out was, you know, Giannis played 35 minutes. He looked all right. He came up with a monster chase down block. All oh, that beautiful. At the end, it was all it was all Phoenix. Uh, Chris Paul in his first game in the NBA Finals, 32 points. And DeAndre Ayton with 22 and 19. And Devin Booker helped round it out with 27 points. It was a fantastic showing by the Phoenix Suns, who looked absolutely ready for this moment. No moment was too big for them. On top of that, they finished a per, uh, 25 for 26 from the free throw line. At the end of the day, Phoenix wins by 13 points. Amender, what are your thoughts? I'll be honest. So in the beginning, like probably like the just the first quarter, I'm talking about because after the first quarter, they would just they were never up. Um, after in the beginning, they were playing really well. Like Giannis was moving around, he was looking good out there. You know, of course he was. I was he was limited, right, to the limits. To the... It didn't seem like he was limited, but they only played him 35 minutes. Yeah, so it, I felt like because um, by second quarter. Like towards the end, he only had played only 13 minutes so far. So I was like, I guess they're just limiting him to the minutes. But he was looking good out there from like, I guess, from the injury that he had. But what I would want to say is, honestly, they should have had this game. They should have. I just don't know why people were guarding the wrong people. How many plays did we see that we saw Brooke Lopez guard Chris Paul and then just get shitted on with those threes in the mid-shot range? Like, it just didn't make sense. Like, other other people were just, I don't know. I mean, that's exactly what the game plan for the Phoenix Suns was, is to run the high screen and roll. And yeah. every time, it was either D-Book the, defended by Lopez mm-hmm. or Chris Paul defended by Lopez. Yeah. In the second half, they tried to stay away from it. Yeah. They, they still I, kept I getting saw that too. Yeah. It, but, yeah. I mean, you know, and I do apologize to Abby because I know he wants an apology. Apology for what, though? I want to know that. Because I was wrong and you was right. Oh, all those stats, all those numbers, all those scenarios. Yeah. They me nothing, all those things. Okay, now let me start because I'm in the very nice, very nice intro you put out there. Now let me explain to you what happened. The Suns <laughs> are not going to lose this game. They don't lose games game one. They don't do that. <laughs> they play great. The Bucks don't. And that's exactly <laughs> what happened. And that's not the only thing that only happened. The fact was the best player for the Bucks was Giannis, and that is pathetic. The man was coming off an of injury where he should have been out for any other mortal, to be honest, besides maybe LeBron James in his prime. But most mortals don't play for three weeks, four weeks, five weeks. He came back in a week. And to be honest, that chase down block showed me everything I need to know. The man was fine. He, um, I don't want to – I'm not a doctor. I'm not going to pretend to be. I'm not going to say anything. But that man was moving fantastic. The thing was, the man didn't play basketball for a week. All he was doing was – gym work and treatment so obviously one week of nothing against the top level athletes of the in the world you're not going to be at your best but still 20 points 17 rebounds 
He only took 11 shots, which is not Giannis. He got to take at least 20 plus. Drew Holiday, here we go again. It's the same shit. It's the same shit. He, it's Jekyll and Hyde. The man is fantastic. He was fantastic game six and game five against Atlanta. And then, to, and then once again, game one, four for 14, oh, four from three. He, he, 40 minutes. He can't do that. He ha- Chris Paul's dropping 30. Devin Booker dropped um, Devin Booker dropped 27. You can't – even though Devin Booker really didn't shoot well from the field, but he made all his free throws. Uh, I think he, made, he, he took over 10 free throws and he made all of them. But that's the thing. You can't do that, bro. When you have a superstar level Hall of Famer across from you, you got to match or even exceed what they're doing. He didn't come close. Chris Middleton, he played okay. Those numbers don't tell the whole story because he made some of those threes when the game was out of line. They were down 17. They were down 20. Those threes didn't mean shit at that point. Giannis, in my opinion, he gave it everything he had. Take nothing away from him. And basically from the regular season, all we saw was the big four, not the big four, the big three and a half. For, for the Phoenix Suns, they did exactly what they did against the uh, Milwaukee Bucks in the two regular season games. Chris Paul ate, Devin Booker ate, DeAndre ate, ate a feast, and Mikel Bridges also. Jay Crowder did nothing. He did nothing offensively. Cameron Payne and uh, Cam Johnson off the bench, huge threes, huge contributions. Dario Saric out for an ACL. That's that's terrible news. You don't, you never want to see that with any player, especially now. He'll probably miss all of next season. But it's not. I'm not. I'm trying to be sensitive here, but that's not a huge blow for them, in my opinion, because he was playing like 10 minutes a game for them. So probably Tory Craig or even Frank Kaminsky may play a little bit more minutes. But that's about it. They their main bench players are Cameron Payne, Cam Johnson, and Tory Craig. So to be honest, I had a great feeling for Game One. Guaranteed, in my opinion, the Suns are going to win that game. They did that. Now, game two, this is where I have an issue, and you guys can mm-hmm. chime in well after, uh, after I finish. But I really don't know. I really don't know what's going to happen tomorrow, am I, if I'm being honest. I can see the Suns, you know, their best home, one of the best home teams coming out. But can I really envision Giannis not being as aggressive, can I really uh, envision Drew Holiday doing that again? And Bobby Portis, he didn't do that much either. And can I really envision where Chris Paul, Devin Booker, DeAndre Ian all go off again? They've done it three straight games against this team. Two in the regular season, one in the finals. But four straight. So I'm very conflicted. And I said Suns in seven. So obviously I'm expecting – the Bucks are going to win three games. And so before we pick who we think is going to win tomorrow, Amanda, what do you think? About what you what's just your, said? What do you for the next game now? All right, so for the next game, I honestly think that the Suns may take it. Because, yo. There's no maze here. There's no, no. no like, will or will not? They will. I think they will. All right. Yeah, I think Suns are going to take game two. Because, yo, honestly, this man, Chris Paul, he's, he taught this team that they're going to get a ring. Like, to play, have that m- mentality. I just – I see them taking game two. Like, you know, what about you, Teton? See, I, I feel like this is one of those bait-and-switch games where, you know, everything says, oh, it's going to be Phoenix, right? Mm-hmm. That That's how you felt about game one. I think game two is the – was going to be the real game where it's just like, yeah, it, it just looks like it's going to be Milwaukee's game. Um, I'm going to say 
it's going to be Milwaukee wins this one. Uh, simply for the fact that I expect more out of Drew Holiday this time around. He, hey, he, we keep talking about it. He didn't show up. You know, he keeps doing this every time Giannis is on the court. It, it just doesn't seem like he's fully there when Giannis is there. But I think this is going to be one of those games where Giannis probably needs to drop a triple-double, get everyone involved uh, kind of games. Because if you go down 2-0 in the finals, I understand you're going back home, but you're going down 2-0 to a team that absolutely has has your number at that point. You, you, just, you just lose four straight to them, in the, uh, including the regular season. So I... It's hard to envision Milwaukee going down 2-0 and still being like, yeah, we still have a chance when historically just, yeah, they beat you down. uh, They beat you four times in a row. So uh, I think this has got to be a big Giannis game here. But this sounds like you're picking Milwaukee. Yep. I want to say the same thing. I see the series going Suns game one, which is what happened. Bucks game two, Bucks game three, Suns game four, Suns game five, Bucks game six, Suns in seven. That's is that's what I see this as right now. But listen, man, Jay Crowder didn't play well. Jay Crowder didn't play well. If he plays normally, this this they can beat them even worse. So yeah. that's the thing. That's the thing that's stopping me because. The big three played fantastic, obviously. And then Giannis, first game back, this is what I expected, and he that's what he did. But, but Juhali can play better. Bobby Porras can play better. P.J. Tucker's not really a scorer, but he can. Chris Middleton can score earlier on because whoever strikes first seems like they win the game against the Bucs. The Bucs strike first, they usually win. If they don't, they usually lose. That's what it seems like. So in this scenario, damn, bruh. Even if they go down 2-0, I still think it's not over because yeah. they were down 2-0 against Brooklyn. They were down 2-0. Like, they were down 2-0 against Brooklyn, and then, in my opinion, they would take care of game three. And then all it comes down to game four where they'd have to win. And this team has, so far, Milwaukee, we've seen it. They're the biggest headache in the world because they show you amazingness, and then they show you epic failures for no reason. Like, in the NBA freaking finals, that's how you show out? I mean, Giannis looked like... He was a freak, which isn't what he is, the Greek freak. The man hyperextended his knee, and then one week later, they looked like MVP, 35 minutes. So I don't know if there's a minutes restriction like Aminder mentioned earlier. This is do or die. This is do or die. There's no minutes restriction here because I'm playing everyone, all my starters, playing 40 minutes because we get one more day of rest this time around. We get to go home to Milwaukee. We get one more day of rest. So there should be no minutes problem here. Giannis, that block, that block told me everything. He's Gucci. He's good to go. He is a freak. He has them genetics. He ain't look like that for no reason. That's not just eating protein bars and chicken all day. The man (laughs) has some God-given talent and skill set and abilities that other people just don't have. So I expect the Bucs tomorrow, close game, because we've seen the Suns. Game one, always come out. Straight up, they have a game plan. They execute it. They dog their opponent. Game two, the Lakers beat them. Then Denver, 
that was a game where they just destroyed Denver. Denver looked like they had no no business playing with these boys. And then game three against the Clippers, I mean, game two against the Clippers, Paul Paul George makes those free throws, it's over. It took a miracle, DeAndre in alley-oop to win the game. So we've seen where game two is where the team can keep it close at least, if not win. So I expect a much more competitive game and a Milwaukee win tomorrow. See, Tyler, you you look like you have something really to say. (laughs) I mean, what you're saying about them being down 2-0 and, you know, just not – it's not being over. It's just – I feel like this has to be do or die. Game two has to be because it's just – like you just said the number uh, when you're t- uh, talking to Minder about the numbers about game one. Mm. Well, yeah, we can still go back to the numbers and be like, yeah, you guys just lost four straight to Phoenix. And two of those games, Phoenix didn't look like Phoenix. And the two games that uh, in a hypothetical sense, if, if they lose game two, we're, you're losing to a real, the real Phoenix team. And you're just like, yeah, what are you going to do? It's like, how are you going to stop the big four? And, it, I think it all comes down to how they decide to play that pick and roll because that pick and roll, they just the, the, picked yeah. apart the Milwaukee defense. In the first half, the, when they when they switched every every pick and roll, Brooke Lopez got picked apart, and then they started drifting back so they didn't have to switch it, and Chris Paul got any shot he wanted, literally anything. He he curled around for one, and he was wide open after that. Like that can't happen, and I, it's hard to envision them being down, uh, going down 0-2, and then saying like, "Okay, this series can still go six. That that's just my thoughts. Yeah. Well, Amanda thinks the Suns are going to win, which is the two-zero series uh, scenario right there. Yeah. We, we both feel the Bucks, and I don't, I don't, I you can lean either way, in my opinion. I can make arguments for both teams. Both teams seem very capable. If someone's picking the Suns, I can't fault them. But if someone's picking the Bucks, can't fault them. Yeah. I just think the Bucks got a, Bucks. They don't necessarily have to win this game, but I have a feeling they will because the series begins when the road team wins a game, and I think tomorrow's when the series will begin. And it's so hard, especially for me, because I love both of these teams. And to see Giannis, like, he's just a good guy, man. The poor guy. I don't want him to have a blemish on his finals record already because that's one more thing people are going to kill him for. But then you see Chris Paul and you see a guy that's just possessed. He knows he has to win it. And damn, bro. It's so – this is the one of only – one of the few years where I feel bad that one of these teams has to lose. One of these teams has to lose because that's how it is. There's no ties for the championship. This isn't a rookie of the year award or an MVP award where someone can potentially tie you and both share the trophy. Only one winner. And that's why this game is amazing. That's why sports is amazing because someone has to win. And whoever loses this year, oh, man, it's going to hurt. It's going to hurt. We all feel it's going to be the Suns. Game one, they took care of business. Now we have game two. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Anything else? Mm, no, I think that, I think that wraps that it up. Lots of problem with this at the time of year now. 
There's very limited things to discuss. The NBA Finals is the hot topic and possibly the only topic, and that's all we have. All right, guys. We'll catch you in the next one. Peace out.